You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this featured artist Friday, Super Bowl Friday. What an epic weekend it's going to be in the world of sports. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, and we'll get into our little part of the world. And it's going to be fun and lighthearted, we assume. But uh, the harsh realities of uh, life kind of creep in from time to time and Ed Norris I'm at my chiropractor's yesterday Dr. Sock what's up Dr. Sock <laughs> Ravens chiropractor right and I get a text talking about Zay Flowers and the news that had come out that uh, their police were investigating Baltimore County mm-hmm. alleged and let's stress it that alleged, alleged uh, incident of domestic violence involving the Ravens standout rookie wide receiver. And I'm by no means a legal expert, not even going to venture analysis or guess as to what could be going on here, but you are. So when police are investigating, what exactly does that mean? An alleged incident that took place in, in, Baltimore County. Okay. Always Mills yeah, walk us through it, please. Yeah, the way it works is, and d- domestic violence cases are extremely difficult because um, very often people, d- they report it to the police then decline to prosecute or someone else reports it they decline to prosecute or, or they're made up. And I'm not referring to anything in Zay's case. I know nothing about it except what I've heard. From, you know, I've been on this for about a week waiting for it to break because I'd heard about it from police sources. And, you know, as I knew about it, and we, I was working on it to see what I could find out. But you don't know if it happened. First, you don't know if it happened. And in DV cases, and again, this is not factored in his case. I just want people to keep an open mind. You don't know what happened. It could, First of all, the obvious one, it happened. It could have easily happened where somebody got hit, um, and she decides to either not prosecute or call the police that night. She goes back to Massachusetts because apparently the report was you know filed up there. And um, But in Massachusetts, they, they have a thing where they, it's against the law to release DV cases. It's always been, you cannot tell, talk about the domestic, um, sexual assault case. You can't release rapes and the like because they want to protect the victim's identity. In Massachusetts, same with domestic violence victims. So that you're not going to see that piece of paper. So we don't know what happened. Um, and even if it's reported, you've got to keep an open mind because I've had in my life so many of these that at first glance, like, well, this is a problem. Woman's got blood on her shirt. Oh, she was the initiator. She bit him a couple of times. He hit her in the nose. He slapped her to get her off of his. his you know. 
you got to investigate these things. You don't know the facts. You can't look at it. And there's no photographs, but you can't look at a photograph or hear a snippet. You got to really let the police do the job. Don't jump to conclusions. He hasn't been even charged with anything. Charged with nothing so far. Allegedly, there's a report in Acton, Massachusetts, because that's where they're from. It's about mm-hmm. 25 minutes from Boston College. You know, it was reported there. Their duty is to not refer them back here. They, they contact the Maryland State Police, who count the, you know, contact the county police, and they are investigating now. And that's kind of where it stands. It could be a million things. It could have, in fact, happened, and he's guilty. It could have, in fact, not happened. It could be an extortion issue. Very often, people want to get paid after these things. I don't know if any of that has occurred here. I don't know when the Ravens. I know nothing, so I don't speculate. I'm just. This is the, as an investigator, I try to stay really dispassionate and just look at what I have and go with the facts and don't uh, don't come. You know, don't have conclusions and make the facts fit my conclusions. What happens next, Ed? Where does it go? They're gonna they're gonna want to interview her, of course. What happens next is that detectives in Baltimore County have to find out exactly what happened. So whether they fly to Massachusetts or they you know do it on Zoom or whatever, they've got to interview the victim. And see if she's going to pursue this. She, they file a report. So there is a report on file, apparently. Um, so they have to find out now, is this in fact true? And they're going to ask a lot of questions. They're going to check for visible injuries, because although it's been since the 21st. Um, so that'll be different. Yeah, three or, weeks. Yeah, unless there's photos or whatever. Um, they're, they're going to want to talk to her, obviously, and um, see what happens. Is there any other thing, anything else? Are there witnesses to this? Did anybody hear anything in the neighboring apartments? Um, you do a canvas, you knock on doors, wherever, I don't know if he lives in there, but that's what you would do ordinarily. You know, what time of day did it happen? Okay, now did you hear anything unusual that night? Did we hear, and you'll hear people say, yeah, we heard a commotion, we were screaming, we heard something break. Um, so you've got to do a lot of, they're difficult, they really are. If, if she was cooperating, it'd be different. From a Raven standpoint, what's their next move here? Nothing, really, and I think they should be thankful it didn't happen during the season because they'd be under tremendous pressure probably to, you know, do something. There's nothing to do. I mean, I, honestly, the guy is—he's not been charged with anything yet. So how can you—you you know, he's not accused of a crime, you know, in the court of law. So he hasn't been accused yet or charged yet. So, but if it was a season, would they have to suspend them? Would the NFL get involved? Because they do some crazy. You think about the Zeke Elliott case. They had a female investigator talk. Because I know all the people in, in the New York. They're all DAs and cops up there. So I know these people. She interviews the victim, alleged victim in that case, finds her not credible. So you have a female investigator interviewing a female, you know, a sex crimes victim. She doesn't believe her. They suspend him anyway. So you never know what the NFL is going to do. All right. So, I mean, they gets lucky it's the offseason right now. Ed, what, worst case, worst case, let's say that he, what happens if they find out it's true? Well, then they're going to go to court in Baltimore County. You know, because it happened here. So it's, that's where it would be, you know, per, tried or whatever. And he'd, he'd, he'd have a problem. He'd, you know, he'd be locked up for an assault. You know, and of course it's you know, and if that doesn't involve you know a serious sense or anything, it's still going to take a tremendous hit to uh, his you know people Public love perception, that kid. right? Yeah, people yeah. love him right now. He's a, you know he's like this young, happy, phenomenal player for this team, and the Ravens you know, the logo would take a hit, I think. Well, and then Bashadi well, the Ravens Rice. made that the yeah. hard line yes. stance of no tolerance. Yes, that's what I mean. So they. Be put up against it a little bit. They're going to well. be put up now, yeah. If it's in fact true. Well, they put out a statement, but pretty general, you yeah. know, kind of, yeah, basic statement right now. Yeah, and they're going to have to rely on the, you know, because all their security guys are. Well, they work for most of them work with me, either with the state or the city. They're all come from the MSP or Baltimore City, 
So, you know, they're going to be wor- working with the local police, getting as much information to feed the team so they can make an accurate decision as it goes along. So, Ed Norris, to you real quick, because Ed's got to go. He's already done four hours. You want to do some more? I'll do want to stick around for five hours? Yeah, Bob. What, <laughs> what would you say to the audience right now, those who are ready to jump to any sort of conclusion? Please keep an open mind. You don't know what happened. None of us know what happened yet. And I've seen in my 25 years as a cop, these things sometimes are, let's say, completely made up. I quick. I had a woman. I we like th- three guys under arrest for rape one morning, in the, in the hotel, the Lowe's Hotel in Manhattan. A woman said three. She got gang raped by three men. You know what really happened? After hours of talking to her, she was married, got drunk, went home with these three guys consensually. Husband was looking for. Her. She had to come up with a story. That's the stuff that not not nothing to do with this. But that's the stuff I've seen where you really have to get the facts before you act. Ed Norris, Big Bad Morning Show. Ed, we appreciate the extra time that you have spent with us and our audience. It's uh, bad news, potentially, but then again, we're going to have to wait to see how things unfold in due process. We'll come back, reset the program for you. It's Vinny and Haney, Nolan McGraw, Super Bowl Friday, San Francisco trying to dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson won his second MVP. We'll get in all of that and more here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 105.7 Fan. It's an honor. I've been saying that all night, but it is an honor, you know, just to be be amongst the greatest. I never thought I'd be, you know, two-time MVP, you know, you get all the way to the door and no one's home, you know, and like stuff like that. You're knocking on the door, no one comes to answer, and that's what it feels like. I'm not the one blocking, you know, I'm not I'm not the one running routes. Um, my guy's doing that, my tight ends, receivers, running backs. Lamar Jackson. Yesterday named as the most valuable player of the National Football League last night, I should say, for the second time during his career, which goes back to 2018. 27 years old, he's the youngest two-time MVP in the post-expansion era, going back to 19. So we're not post-expansion, post-merger of 1970. So he beats Patrick Mahomes by a few months in that category. And you heard him say some things, hey, thanks for signing me. 
getting that done because Lamar Jackson 2022 did not play as fun and as loose as Lamar Jackson 2023. And we saw it for 16 games. Yeah, Bob, I did see this morning that of all the quarterbacks that have two MVPs or more, I think there's nine total now. Since the Super Bowl era. Lamar's He's the only one who hasn't won the MVP. Yeah. Or the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. He's the only one that hadn't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's still got time. Well, that's, that's kind of what uh, they were saying. He's only 27. Yeah. And look, the narrative here, we've talked about it. The audience has talked about it. Nolan's talked about it because he never stops talking about how the Super Bowl ring is the elusive thing for this guy. I mean, we, Vinny, we've mentioned it many times. Yep. You've been in the playoffs multiple times. Yep. You've won two MVPs. You got paid. What's the one thing that he needs to accomplish that would put him into real big company oh, as yeah. a quarterback? Uh, I mean, Bob, and like you said, it's been talked about a million times. Regular season, doesn't matter. You know, they could go 16-0, and doesn't matter. They could win one playoff game, doesn't matter. When the AFC championship came, that's a step in the right direction. Right. Then you got to win the Super Bowl. Now, will that happen next year or beyond? <laughs> Only time will tell. The Ravens are going to take some hits here because of free agency. But as, as long as Lamar Jackson's the quarterback franchise guy, you have a chance to do things. Look, the Chiefs roster, yeah. their first Super Bowl back in 2019 – Remember, they lost to New England in 18 in the AFC Championship game. Completely, I mean, there's still some standouts. You know, Kelsey and um, the, Mahomes, of course. It was Chris Jones, I believe, was on that team. Yep. But there, there's there been a ton of turnover on that ball club. But yet, here they are again. And the main reason, I would assume, is because they have a good quarterback that can lead them into the promised land. And the other thing is, is you know, they got a great coach and... You know, the, the the huge difference for the Chiefs this year, Bob, is the defense. That's the huge – because the offense sucked early on. I yep. mean, they had receivers uh, – you know, they led the league in drops. And if if you just looked at their roster, just like you said, you know, offensively, they got Kelsey. And Rasheed Rice has stepped up now um, at receiver. But Tooney and then um, the center. Oh, uh, Creed Humphreys. Creed Humphreys. Other than that. You know, and Pacheco's come on for them. Other than that, you know, their tackles are not good. You know, the other guard, uh, the guard, the right guard is okay, you know, but uh, their offense is is not that great. I mean, like in this game here, the Niners have better players. Niners have, just like with us, Ravens, player for player, we said it, player for player, Ravens are better. But you know what the problem is? Chiefs are playing better. Super Bowl coming up, Super Bowl 58. This Sunday, Kansas City has won, beat Miami, then went to Buffalo and Baltimore, two normally tough places to play, and they handled their business in different ways. Buffalo ran all over them, couldn't finish the deal. Ravens just could never really get out of neutral offensively, even though the defense played great. 
All of that's in the rearview mirror for the Chiefs. Now they come into this Super Bowl defending champions, having won three playoff games, two. Again, Baltimore blew out San Francisco yeah. on a neutral field. I would give Buffalo a very good chance of beating San Francisco. But I'm saying here, Kansas City's accomplished tougher things than the 49ers have to get here, with all due respect to Green Bay and Detroit, and yet they're still the underdogs. This remi- and they're the champs. <coughs> Bob, this kind of reminds me of uh, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Would they go through, what, Denver, Denver Hail New Mary, England. then New England? New England. Yeah, so, I mean, that was that was a hell of a stretch there that they had to go through. But you know what the thing about it is? You could have probably said the same thing. They might not have been the best team, but you know what? They were playing the best at that time. They were playing it because Flacco was hot as hell. Yeah, the defense wasn't that great. Nope. That Super Bowl was run, won with the offense. The yep. first one was run, won with the defense. But to your point, they survived the Colts. Yep. Hey, Ray Rice fumbled twice, got benched. Bernard Pierce was huge in that game. But Flacco got hot, and the rest is history there. But I thought the Ravens, I mean, you're a step away from the Super Bowl. So as disappointing as it is for the season to end, the way that it did, quietly, quite frankly, you did make it with this regime, if you will, farther than you've ever made it before. Now you just have to take the next step. Yeah, but the only, the only in that building, Bob, they're disappointed. They they got pit in their stomach. They're disappointed because they know. I, I mean, when you look at the season, they're the best team, and Bob, they crushed all those people. Cry, like the Niner, you know, all these people. Yeah, they, all the playoff yeah. winning record teams. So, you know, uh, when you look back at it, Harbs is sick. And, you, well, you know, and he's got to make it look good to the media. And he's got to say a different thing. But they're sick because they felt like they they screwed that one up. It's video at Haiti, 105.7. The fan, if you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Your predictions for Super Bowl 58. We will take them. Pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday. The Orioles' optimism very high. This is a team expected to be the best in the American League East. As we talked about last week with Bob Nightingale, future Hall of Fame baseball writer, he had them as the favorites before the Corbin Burns trade. They've been adding a ton of utility infielders, which creates competition. Nolan, you remember last year, let's bring in the Lewin Diaz's. Let's bring in the, the, the Ryan O'Hearns and all of these first base DH types. And in the end, O'Hearn won. He didn't even come up with the team, but I think this creates competition. By the way, if I'm Taron Vavra, I'm not liking how things are playing out right now. Well, knowing Mike Elias's track record, this guy they got from the Tigers the other day, uh, Maton, he might be the next O'Hearn for all we know. Yeah, but yes, he, plenty of bodies. Yeah, so that creates interesting competition. It could all be moot if Jackson Holiday goes down. It kicks a little ass. We got the Terps tomorrow taking on uh, Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, where do you go with that? All right, who's going to... Well, hopefully they can make some shots, I mean, other than two guys. Yeah, if Reese wouldn't have scored his hoops, uh, my dentist was telling me uh, yesterday, Dr. Bennett, what's up? They would have shot 9% from the field. <laughs> Nine, 9%? No! Ohio well, State's not all that great. Damon, yesterday, Damon, he, he likes how hard they compete and uh-huh. how they play defense. That's all very touchy. <laughs> But we'll talk about that with Keith Cavanaugh later on the show. Michael Lombardi's going to be joining us, Vinny, around 11.45. Preview the Super Bowl with him. Same thing with Jeffrey Chadia at 1 o'clock, who joins us for some NFL lunch. Jonas Schaefer, top of the hour, 
from the Baltimore Banner. Let's get some calls in here. It's four Ted five eight three one zero five seven. Let's go to Tony in Rosedale. Tony, what's happening on this featured artist Friday? Who I who was the featured artist? By the way. Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. Toby yep. Keith. Rest in peace, Toby Damon's, Keith. Damon's that was Damon's nomination. Big uh Sooner fan was Toby was uh, really? Toby Keith okay. at the basketball game the other night. They left uh, a hat and his guitar sitting oh, in a cool. chair as tribute. Very but cool. Tony, what's happening there? Okay, I wanna make my prediction, then I wanna get on to a little bit of Ravens news. I I think Frisco, like Vinny said has the clear, better team. Like I said, we had the clear, better team. I like San Francisco to win this game, let's say, 28-24. I think they, they just have, you know, overall better squad that they're putting out there over Kansas City. But like I said, we said that about the Ravens in Kansas City. Now, I want to bring up something to both of you guys. Unfortunately, I have to watch Kansas City in San Francisco and not my team play because of one, and I'm not sugarcoating anything. We all know what Todd Moncton did with the game plan. I know he was putting in a you know crazy situation with those long drives, but still six rushes is inexcusable. Now, after years, I'm going way back. Matt Cavanaugh, Jim Fossil, Marty Mordenweg, Greg Roman, only two good offensive coordinators in our long history that I think we had was Kubiak and Jim Caldwell. Now, I want to ask you guys going forward, because of what happened, is Todd Moncton immediately on the watch clock? And and you guys know what I'm alluding to. Is he on the watch clock? No. You know, it was first year of the offense. They made him – look at what – Lamar's the MVP of the league. Look at the strides Lamar made. So, no. Not at all. Right. But, you know, when it counted, you, you know, six carries and everyone. All right. Well, let me ask you this. What about mm-hmm. all the RPO, RPOs, which are run-pass option, and Lamar threw them instead? Right. I, I, like I so said, we don't I, I don't know. know we don't mm-hmm. know everything. You know what I'm saying? We don't know mm-hmm. everything and why there was only six. And I know this for a fact, 29 of the 58 Snaps that the Ravens had were two minute or third and long. Right, like I said, I you know just disheartening watching the no watching doubt, the game. no doubt because knowing knowing what your team looks like against both of these teams and the personnel that we have, right, and and you're the best rush follow. team in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, you okay. that was not the Ravens the the Chiefs. Or the Ravens fell right into the Chiefs' hands. They did what the Ravens, what they wanted the Ravens to do. Okay, I just wanted to make my prediction and get that in. You guys have thank a good you. weekend and enjoy yeah. the game. All right, Tony, thank you as always. It's funny, Todd Munkin three weeks ago was uh, the architect behind maybe the most high-powered and uh, interesting offense in the National yep. Football League. And then, you know, he laid an egg in the championship game, as we've talked about for two weeks now. And really, when you look at it, Bob, on the offensive side, who played good? <sighs> I'm trying to. I mean, everybody Save, had no. Yeah, I mean, he, he had his mo- yeah. he fumbled, had the stupid penalty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he had the touchdown on the improvised yeah. and adapt from so, Lamar. I mean, but outside they, of that, they all wanted to suck together. It seemed a like standout performer. Yeah. 
that rose above the rest? I don't think we have one. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Pet. It's Featured Artist Friday. It's Toby Keith. Ravens, well, their season's over, but the postseason accolades are flying big time. Hey, Cleveland won the awards last night. Jesus. How about Dak Prescott finishing second in the MVP voting? Right. Josh <laughs> Allen got the only other first-place vote. I didn't think Lamar would be unanimous because I actually thought Dak would get one, but yeah. he did finish second, and they had a couple of guys in the defensive player of the year thing didn't work out. But Cleveland, assistant coach of the year, Baltimore guy, Jim Schwartz, Mount St. Joe, what's up? Uh, head coach, Kevin Stefanski, defensive player of the year, you know, Miles Garrett, and then the comeback player of the year and fighting Flacco's yeah. over there. I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, Bob, Mike McDonald should have got the assistant coach of the year. I mean, his defense was consistent. Uh, I mean, they didn't have any of those really bad. I mean, Cleveland played crappy on the road most of the time. You know, that that's the only thing I, I would say. And I love Schwartzy. You know, if he won it, that's fine. But I, I just thought McDonald, because they led the league in sacks, uh, they led them in a lot of lot of categories. Uh, points per game, yeah. and turnover differential, you know? and all of that good stuff. And Or, you know, who could have? Spagnola should have been in that group, too. And real quick, before we get to the break, we'll get back to your calls. As Todd Munkin's rep took a hit in the mm-hmm. championship game, all Mike McDonald did was strengthen his. No doubt. Now he's the head coach of Seattle. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Seahawks. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them. And it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere f***ing else. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Featured Artist Friday. It's Toby Keith, chosen by you, the people, paying tribute. Sadly, passed away earlier this week. Stomach cancer. So we'll be uh, jamming out to him. Over the next three and a half hours or so, you want to pick a song, send it to Nolan McGraw at 410 Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato. Super Bowl 58 coming up Sunday, 630 in Vegas. You can hear it. 105.7 The Fan. We'll have our picks coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll talk about Zay Flowers with Jonas Schaefer from the Baltimore Banners. Uh, conversation you don't want to have, but... You know, the news is what it is. And Ed Norris from the Big Bad Morning Show, former Baltimore City uh, Police Commissioner, explaining exactly what under investigation means. And now detailing two states as well. Yeah, I I just, well, I, I hope that it works out. 
one way or the other. You know, I hope it works out that none of this is true. But to me, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to say either way, but I, I hope it works out because, I mean, Steve Bashotti's he came out after the Ray Rice stuff. So he's kind of painted himself, you know, he's backed himself into the corner. So I, they're going to, can you imagine Bob is, if it's true, they're going to have to get rid of him. Based on what Steve Bishotti said 10 years ago, but there's a thing called due process yeah, and we'll let it play out. And, you know, once there is some, uh, and then he's going to finality miss, to it, he's going to miss some, Games. Well, the NFL right. always That's gets what involved. I mean. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So we will uh, let this play out in the court of law and through the legal system, and it's not a good look for Zay Flowers, obviously, not for the Ravens, and it's a kind of a you know kick in the short ones for Ravens fans because he has become one of the most popular players on the team. Bob, let's let's next to Lamar, right? Oh, no doubt. Maybe the most popular offensive guy, him or Andrews. Well, yeah, and he and Keaton Mitchell, the two home run hitters. And then Keaton Mitchell's probably not going to be back next year. Well, he's major knee injury. Yeah. yeah, if he does, it won't be at that burst of speed for sure. Bob, let me ask you this. What would have happened, okay, um, Super Bowl, if they won? In regards to what? Zay. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Again, we're just speculating. <laughs> no, I, I know, but yeah. I mean, it, it came out now. This is Super Bowl. It would have came out probably a couple days before. Well, you know how they like to fish, no doubt. And ugh. and then you got all the national media there too. Sure, it would have been it would have been a, a zoo. Yeah, it's an unfortunate turn of events for sure. But we'll talk to Jonah Schaefer because the Baltimore Banner. Uh, they were the first to report this yesterday, so stay tuned for that. And we'll talk about the Ravens offseason. We will keep it football-related. I wasn't here, and I'll get into my thing for the last two days later on in the show. But uh, Zach Orr, were you impressed with him uh, meeting with the media? Yeah. Seemed very yeah. enthusiastic. And you know, when task. I had talked to Marty last week, Marty Morningwig, about him, because he was he was on the team at the time, Marty said, Really sharp guy, really smart, and he was articulate and smart. I was impressed with him through the press guy, and so was Cordell because Cordell was there, mm-hmm. you know. So Cordell, Cordell liked him, and Bob, he was offered Green Bay and Seattle, so, the DC job. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he had options. He had options, and and the biggest question is going to be: he's never called a play, Bob. You know, under duress, under pressure, and there's going to be. I'm guessing there's going to be some learning involved. And then they still got to hire an inside linebacker coach and a D-line coach. It's been 1057 The Fan. We'll get into that and more with Jonas and beyond. But let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Tillman Island and bring in Jay. Jay, what's happening? Happy Super Bowl Friday. Hey, great, great show. You guys always have a good show. I, You know what? I think the way the 49ers are going to win this game, and I've called him before and said this, they got to take healthy they got to do what? Take Kelsey out of the game, I believe that was. Yeah, take him out of the equation. They got to hit him on that first five yards of line of scrimmage, throw him off his rhythm, and then that way the quarterback, he's he's not going to depend on that short pass across the field because it ain't going to be there. The only thing take- I would say to that is, is the Ravens game started out how? I mean, they were getting him the ball behind those quick screens to get him going, remember? Yeah, I absolutely. see them doing that, that in this game, too. And then they work it 
down the field some. I mean, because he even said on his podcast, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Hamilton couldn't have covered him any better on that touchdown. He had him blanketed. Yeah, but did you see, though, when, when he was covering him, he gave him a, the first 8 to 10 yards. He wasn't up on the no, line. No, I scrimmage. agree with that. Nobody nobody ever jammed him. No, if you jam him on the line of scrimmage for 3 to 4 seconds, that, that there's no way he's going across the middle for them short passes. And then the quarterback, he's you know, he's, he's going to be in a jam then. He's in a jam if he gets jammed, it sounds like. Yeah. A lot well, of jam. The, the thing about hungry. it is Kelsey caught a lot of passes, Bob. In the first half, for and, sure. No, and and people have tried different things. I'm su- I'm sure he has seen it all. It's been 1057 The fan will come back. Take more of your phone calls. Four tap five eight three one zero five seven. Super Bowl fifty eight this coming Sunday six thirty kick. You can hear it on one zero five seven. The fan Terps tomorrow at Ohio State. That's a four o'clock tip. You can hear that one on the fan as well. Pitchers and catchers next week Wednesday to be exact down in Sarasota. Orioles expected to be one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. We'll be talking about that big time. Ramping up the coverage next week. Anything else you want to get into? We're here for you on the fan. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Toby Keith, featured artist Friday. You chose it. We're jamming. Pick a song. Nolan McGraw's over there. Ready to rock and roll. Got boots on. Cowboy hat. Strumming away at an air guitar. Hey, you're a great air guitar player. Thank you. We're all great air guitar players. You put a real one in your hands. It's, I sucked at that rock band thing. Remember how that was a big deal? Oh, that's complex. It is? There's like five, six buttons. That's that's a lot. And I was bad at it. But anyway, it's Toby Keith. You would have jammed to him. We got you covered. Send a request to Nolan, as we said, at 410-583-1057. Super Bowl 58. We're talking about that. You want to venture a prediction? Lamar's won his second MVP. He's, what, 27 years old, youngest to do it since yep. the post-merger era, which goes back to 1970. Got to be honest with you. Who else would maybe Jim Brown made a one-two before he was 27? I'm not sure, yeah, to be know. honest with you, but we're going back to 1970. So congratulations to him. And did you see the picture of Lamar and Joe Flacco uh, embracing? I did not. Because Joe won the uh, yeah, comeback, comeback player of the year. So there you go. A little Ravens love throughout. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch, what's happening? Happy uh, Super Bowl Friday. I can try. Thank God it is. Um, sorry about that with the, uh, the flowers there. That's really uh, bad. I, they didn't know. I mean, I think they knew, and they let him play. I mean, good for Lamar. He had one bad game, just happened to be the last game of the season. Also, MVP, tremendous. But would you say, I think the corner is going to win. It's going to be a close one. That's how they want it. I think uh, Bosa is going to have a great game. They're a great defensive line. And their offense is so much better. But, but would you say that if Kansas City wins their dynasty, and I guess with the 49ers, even though they have five Super Bowls under their belt, they lose two so close. And Kyle you know, Sh- uh, Shanahan lose it again. Uh, you know, if it's a close game, probably it will be. And you can say he's a bit of a choke uh, job, uh, kind of disappointing. All the time on the teams. Anyway, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the game. Right, Niners haven't won Super Bowl since 94 when Mike Shanahan was the offensive Almost coordinator. Almost 30 years? Yeah. So, I, will they be a dynasty? What? 
whatever it is, is pretty damn good. I mean, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you don't know anything but going to championship it's three game. Super Bowls in five years. Uh, and it'll be the first since New England did it 20 years ago to do it back-to-back. Yeah, I think by today's uh, measuring stick, that's a dynasty. But I don't know if I call the 49ers chokers. Last year, they lost to Philly because Purdy got hurt. Right. Who I guess has become the worst quarterback in the league in the eyes of some. Yeah, what did he oh, finish in the uh, MVP voting? Yeah, he was fourth, <laughs> fourth, I believe. Yeah. But anyway, but he led the league in a bunch of categories. But whatever. And then, you know, they lost that Super Bowl in 19 where they were winning yeah. into the fourth quarter. And even go back to when uh, they lost to the Ravens. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. They were getting blown out. Then the power went out and they only lost by three. Yeah. And they're coming, had a chance to win the game in the final minute or so. So choking, nah, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. I, well, Bob, you know what's interesting is is the Niners have not won a Super Bowl without Eddie DeBarlow as the owner. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's been, like we said, it was the 94th season, 95, 29 years. Yeah, because his sister, Denise DeBarlow York, owns a team now. But they're in there. They're not like afterthoughts. They're they're in the conversation no for sure. All right, let's get out to the phones. Go to Chris in Baltimore. Chris, what's happening? It's Super Bowl Friday. Sadly, the Ravens aren't in it. <laughs> happy uh, happy weekend to you guys. Um, Vinny, I have two questions. One, it, both of them kind of goes back to the Belichick kind of uh, philosophy of play calling. When since they have since the Ravens have two, well, really three talented tight ends. Can you think it would be wise to look at their archives when they had Hernandez and Gronk together and use Likely and uh, uh, Andrews together and then also implement more screens if they if they bring back? Um, of course, Mitchell will come back. But have Delvin Cook or uh, Gus? Well, he, here's the thing with, the, with, like, you talk about Gronk and Hernandez. All right, Hernandez was more like the wide receiver, H-back move kind of guy. But what could Gronk do? What was Gronk also a dominant at? Blocking. They don't have, neither one, Likely or Andrews cannot block. That's the difference between those two. You know, you could have Gronk on the line of scrimmage and be good in the run game. You, You put either one of those guys in on the line of scrimmage, and that's a liability in the run. Can they make it work? Sure, but you're going to have to spread them out, and then it's going to change your run game a little bit too. Now, what about implementing a more of a screen game? Because that's what killed them for the most part during the, during the AFC Championship was a screen game. Well, well, they adapted they in the second half, right? Uh, uh, Are you talking about them or uh, us? the Ravens' uh, offense? Offense, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean they they tried some. They couldn't. You know, they got them batted down. They didn't make, you know, it's hard to run those quick screens when the corners lined up in your face. Understood. Well, hopefully they hopefully they come up with a better scheme. Because um, it's almost like, I'm not going to say predictable, but it's almost like what was their true identity throughout that season? It was almost kind of confusing. Yeah, it, well, thank it, you, Chris. It was like that it, it changed in that game. That game was... That game was an outlier to every other game. 
All right, we have time for another call there. Nolan McGraw. Nolan McGraw said no on the call. So if you're on the phones, hang tight. We'll get you later in the 11 o'clock hour. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner. Talk about the news that they broke yesterday relating to Zay Flowers and preview Ravens offseason in Super Bowl 58. Whip around coming up 11.15. We'll do the fun house early at 11.30 today because former NFL executive Michael Lombardi joins us at 11.45. It's Featured Artist Friday. It's Toby Keith. We got a lot to get to here on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.